Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Diane Tarbyfield with the Shelby Star. In the first four months of 2018, our reporters have written about more deadly crashes than we're used to seeing in Cleveland County. Thirteen people have died. That's 13 more than this time last year. I recently sat down with First Sergeant Dowdle with the Highway Patrol to talk about the rash of crashes. While leafing through the wreck reports, Dowdle talks of the toll these incidents have on families and the investigators. I was hoping you could kind of, I think I know at least the last two years' numbers, but if you could kind of just review with me what the numbers have been like as far as traffic deaths in the county year over year. You know, uh, we look back at the historical data from 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and we had been averaging around 11 fatal collisions a year okay. up to that point. Uh, you know, in 16 we had uh, 22, I think, and then uh, last year we only had seven. Uh, and then, you know, so far this year we've already had 11 collisions, 13 killed. So, you know, we're on track, unfortunately, for a, a record-setting year as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. Is there any kind of determination on why, you know, we would have practically double the numbers this year so far to last year's completely? You know, there's not any one thing, really, no one area that... Uh, we can uh, pinpoint it to. You know, I will say that uh, looking at our things here, uh, here's two, three, four, We got four four of the people that were killed were not wearing their seatbelts. So you know that's almost a quarter or a quarter of them, basically, that were not wearing their seatbelts. Uh, we've not seen a lot as far as you know alcohol use. Uh, as part of that, uh, it's really hard to pinpoint an exact cause. That it would be you know. Uh, Similar uh, to the to all of them. Okay. And you and I had talked earlier in the year about education, but seeing that nearly half of the people, or like you said, I guess a quarter of the people who've died weren't wearing seatbelts. Would that coach you guys to when you do educational components to focus more on the importance of wearing seatbelts? Yeah, you know, it's something that we always stress every time our troopers go out and give talks, uh, especially in the high schools driver's ed programs, they always talk about seatbelt use because that's the one one of the biggest things that people can do to increase their chances to survive in a crash is to wear their seatbelt. Yeah, I guess, you know, you can't control a lot, but that's something that you right. do have control over. When you counted those, did that include the child? 
Yes. Okay. Uh, well, no, uh, yeah, it did. It did, yes. Okay. One, two, three, four. Five. Yes, it did. And can you go back over um, what that the money is that you guys got and and how that was issued and what you well, there, I guess not money was it money or is it well just there was some money that was uh, given for troopers to work additional shifts on rural roads okay. uh, you know our state road routes uh, secondary roads and it was given uh, we're, we've got twenty uh, shifts per month since. Uh, we got ten. I'm sorry. We got ten in February, but then March, April, May, June, we're gonna have twenty, and it gives troopers an extra day that they can work uh, to work on this rural roads initiative. Okay. Uh, and you know we've actually we've actually, although our numbers don't show it, they've had they've done good work. I mean they've written five hundred and ninety two. Seat, um, I'm sorry, speeding tickets, 182 uh, restraint violations, 719 warning tickets, 17 impaired drivers, and a total of 2,160 enforcement contacts just on our secondary roads since wow. the middle of February. So they've been really working hard mm -hmm. on it. Uh, you know, I think I think it has made a difference. Even though you know our uh, uh, fatalities on these rural roads uh, have uh, have not really shown that. But the one thing I would point out was that you know this is uh, we we kind of target when these guys are working these shifts around our crash data, and we use it. It's called our district operations report, and so that's how we schedule it. And you know. Uh, the uh, fatalities that have happened on our secondary roads have really not happened during the times when the guys were working. Mm -hmm. uh, most of our fatalities have worked on the secondary routes have happened, you know, uh, mainly late at night, early in the morning, with the exception of one. I mean, obviously, it, it takes, it's a, a complete total toll on families that are involved with these people who have died, but I would imagine it would take a toll on you guys, too, having to respond to deadly crashes and contact families. It does, because, you know, I don't think people really understand how much of a, a life-changing event a fatal motor vehicle crash is, because, you know, you think about it, you know, a lot of times we go to people's house in the middle of the night, they're home in bed, or just like the other morning, they're up getting ready to go to work and school. You know, and we knock on their door and mm -hmm. give them this news. And uh, but it it uh, we put a lot of work into fatal collision, making sure that uh, we you know uh, cross every T and dot every I to make sure that we're doing a good job on the investigation. So you know, on top of the time on the scene. Uh, roadway being shut down, 
uh, and then all the paperwork that goes into it uh, and the follow-up investigations. They, they take a big toll uh, on us operationally and as well as, you know, emotionally, the, the guys having to deal with the families and uh, see some of the stuff that we have to see, unfortunately. Uh, it does take a toll. And speaking of that extra work, how many people do you have working? We have 11 right now. And y'all cover how much area? Well, all of Cleveland County. I don't know exactly how big it is. Okay. But we have 14 troopers allotted here. And uh, currently we have two vacancies, and then one of our troopers is on military deployment. Okay. So we have 11, 11 troopers here working, two sergeants and myself. Well, if there is one thing that you could say to anyone who's getting in a car to try to keep these things from happening, what would be that piece of advice? The very first thing is to wire their seatbelt. And then, you know, uh, obey the speed limit and adjust your speed for the conditions. You know, the wreck the, wreck the other morning, that was totally speed and then the conditions. Uh, way too fast for the conditions. Uh, you know, they both were our seatbelts, but it was just such a severe collision. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the one factor in that one would have been speed.